Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Matteo Pistono, host of the Hay House Meditations podcast. And I'm here to invite you to our free five-day meditation challenge starting January 28th at hayhouse.com slash five days. There are so many benefits to meditation. In as little as five days, you can be on your way to sleeping better, feeling calmer, embracing life more, and finding ways to ease your physical pain. During the challenge, each day, you'll receive two free meditations, one for the morning and one for the evening. These guided meditations will help you unlock a happier and healthier you. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to two live webinars with me where I'll answer your meditation questions. And best of all, you'll be joining a like-minded, supportive community, making the commitment to change their lives by building a meditation practice that brings meaningful results. Whether you're brand new to meditation or a seasoned meditator, I really hope you'll join us starting on January 28th. Go to hayhouse.com slash five days to join now and download a free PDF where I share five ways to boost your meditation practice. That's hayhouse.com forward slash the number five D-A-Y-S. Let Dr. Wayne W. Dyer take you on a voyage of discovery where you can begin to tap into the amazing manifesting powers that you possess. As a loyal podcast listener, Hay House would like to offer the ebook version of Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting to you for free for a limited time to help you learn how to obtain what you truly desire. You're invited to open yourself up to a new way of experiencing life by imagining exactly what you would like to manifest for yourself. By using your imagination and practicing the art of assuming the feelings of your wishes being fulfilled, you will discover that you possess the ability to become the person you were destined to be. Get your free Wayne Dyer ebook now at hayhouse.com slash manifest. That's hayhouse.com slash manifest. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. When we detach ourselves from from outcome and when we detach ourselves from uh, the things that we're chasing all the time and when we stop making money the most important thing i mean watching even watching these debates and watching the uh, you know the whole progression of this election and the division in this country um it's almost all of it is it revolves around uh, b- budget and finance and i always think it's like if i were running for president of the united states i just wouldn't want to have to be constantly budget crunching and con- everything is about money 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 and there's not nearly enough in there about substance and values and, uh, and higher awareness and so on so uh, Greed seems to have been the seems to be the uh, the operating uh, uh, factor in in almost everything in our lives anymore. You know, that's all you ever hear people talking about. Right. So I try not to talk about it because I I find that uh, the more people the the people that talk about money uh, hardly talk about anything else. Everything gets put into a uh, what it costs kind of perspective, and, and I try to let go of all of that. Yeah. Right. That's good advice. Yeah. Well, we've got some interesting people calling from all over here, so let's go. Right. Uh, let's, let's start talk. somewhere. Uh, Nova Scotia. That seems interesting. <laughs> What's mm. going on in Nova Scotia? Let's go to line eight and bring Lynn on. And Lynn, thanks for calling. You're on with Doctor Dyer. 
Well, hello. Hello. This is amazing. Hi. 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 Um, what are you doing in Nova Scotia? Well, I've been living here most of my life, and it's beautiful I, here. I know it is. I've, I've heard wonderful things. In fact, I've been asked to come up there and speak. I was supposed to go up oh. there this past year, but I'm thinking about uh, coming up there and giving a talk. I wish you never... would. I wish you would. There'd be a lot of people that would go and see you. I know um, that. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my son is in Hawaii right now on his honeymoon, so I told him, if you see him on the beach, say hi. Oh, really? <laughs> I probably saw him yesterday because I was just getting flooded with people yesterday. <laughs> what island yeah. is he on? Pardon me? He was in Maui Where... until last night, and then he went over to Waikiki today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And well, that was part of my, my question, I guess. I, I uh, was an, on a, a high last week because we went out to his wedding out in Alberta, and mm-hmm. uh, everything was wonderful. I was so happy. And I came home to a crisis, I guess, of, uh, of my family, and my sister, um, her son, was in big trouble. And he'd never been in trouble before, but he's, I mean, he's a grown man. He's not a boy, and now he's mm-hmm. in trouble with the law, and he, this had never, ever, ever, ever happened before. This is totally new. And I've had such synchronicities going on when I was away last week in Alberta. Um, all of a sudden, I heard the song, Hey Paula, in the, you know, that old song, Hey Paula. And I do. And there's name. And I thought, oh, Paula, but there's nothing going on, like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I just heard in a store, I, I didn't have the radio, I mean, just walking the store in Banff, and then I came home and found out all this terrible, terrible business, and Paula was, of course, devastated, and the whole family, and I didn't know anything about it, she was so happy that I didn't know about it, mm. because we could enjoy the wedding, and she was, you know, she was crying and I'm crying and she was telling me she was happy because I didn't know about it till I got home and then I was I was just so upset and everybody's upset and I thought I I I have to put the radio on I, there's you know so two minutes later I put the radio on as a show a CBC show that they don't play music but one they play one song in a row mm-hmm. that somebody makes a request and I said they're gonna play the one song in the row in a minute and I'm going to put the radio on and listen. I wonder what it's going to be. And the name of the song was When the Angels Make Contact. Mm. That was the song they played. And then I mm-hmm. went on the computer. I couldn't believe it. That was enough. But mm-hmm. then I went on the computer to check this song by Matt Mays, which I had never heard of the song before. It was released on the day that my father died. Not the same year, really? but the date. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. Mm. I, Tell me... Um... I, and and this, I've had other things before of, you know, with songs. Yeah, these like, kinds of synchronicities, yeah. Yes. Well, um, I, I, there's, I, it's one of the real strong beliefs that I have is that, um, you know, that everything in the universe is connected. Um, and there is, uh, there aren't, there just simply are no accidents. This is a universe that is, um, you know, held together by a, you know, a, some kind of a divine uh, c- creator, wh- whatever we call this, this uh, and, and everything that's happening in it has to be happening. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking about with you, with, uh, with this, um, this bad news and this uh, confrontation or involvement with the law, which has never happened before and so on, what, uh, if, if you could just step outside of this and, um, and, and look at it, 
what 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 blessing what uh, what positive thing do you think um, might be involved in in this whole uh, encounter with um, is it is it your son-in-law or I mean it's is my, it your it would be my nephew it would be Paula's your son. your nephew okay yeah. so um, what um, what what kind of a even though you can't see it right now and you can't you know you can't get uh, back far enough to see what what is happening here what do you think uh, if if you had to come up with something um, that might be a benefit to your nephew or to your family or whatever could be uh, could, could be involved in this uh, altercation with the law I wonder <laughs> I I don't know um, my brother-in-law said the good news was that he was caught and mm-hmm. he didn't go further yeah because it would not be good you know it, mm-hmm. it just yeah so so but, what 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 is it like involved with with drugs or something is that what it, it is was uh yes steroids selling okay okay yeah. so it's this so you know very often i mean if you go to j if you go to jails and I've, I've done work with a lot of people who and i get a lot of mail from people in jails uh, all, all around the world mm-hmm. um uh very often the people that are in there you know after they've after the initial shock of oh my god you know i'm i'm involved with you know breaking the law here um uh they will almost they will to a person say uh it was the most important thing that ever happened to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah. that uh, you know one of the great lessons that that uh, i've had to learn in my life is that uh you know everything that shows up in our life has something to teach us everything mm-hmm. and that um and then instead of going through, you know, I, I've often said that there are different ways to enlightenment. One of them is called enlightenment through suffering, which is a very low-level way of, of becoming enlightened. But uh, you go through this process of something terrible happens, and then you agonize over it, and you wish it wouldn't have happened. You feel guilty about it, and you get sick over it, and all of this. And then you come to a point where you say, you look back on it, maybe five years, maybe ten years, maybe five weeks, whatever it is. You look back on it, and you say, oh... Now I know why I had to go through all of that, you know, suffering in order to get to this place. When the fact that they never consider that you you could get to this place that you're that you where you are right now without the suffering. In other words, you could just process. You could just choose to process this a different way, which is the next level of uh, of, of enlightenment. Which is, uh, you know, I call it an, an enlightenment through through being in the moment, so that um, you know. Being in a state of gratitude for this um, this thing that happened that might have saved this person's life. I mean that uh, you know your your nephew might have gotten himself involved with the wrong people. He could have you know been taking these these substances himself. There's endless possibilities here, and very often getting caught, you know, and having to deal with the shame of uh, of, of being involved with the, being a lawbreaker or or whatever. Is, um, is is one of the most important things that happens in your life. I mean, I can speak from experience here with one, with my, one of my daughters who got involved with prescription drugs and was just, uh, you know, she was basically on a on a course heading towards dying before she turned thirty years of age. She's twenty nine now, yeah. um, and she got caught by uh, you know just putting she was putting prescription drugs into her own body, but she. Uh, I got involved with the law because she, you know, tried to get them in an illegal way, whatever, because she had an addiction. And um, it turned her entire life around. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even wrote me a letter. She gives me permission to talk about this. She said, you know, she said, now I am doing yoga and teaching yoga every day. And I lay, and I lay on my mat thinking of it. She said, two years ago, I was laying in a jail, in a jail cell. 
and uh, wondering what was going to happen to my entire life, and look where I am now. And she said, without the, without that, um, she wouldn't have been able to get to the place where she is now, where she is now teaching yoga to younger people and working with kids who get themselves involved with prescription drugs and so on. The whole thing was a turnaround, and um, I can point to that in my own life so many ways. And I would recommend to you and to Paula um, that... Um, you, you you go on your knees and say thank you um, for for this rather than um, filling yourself with with shame and anxiety and stress and pain uh, get to that highest level of, of where whatever it is that's happening to you in your life at this moment right now mm-hmm. is something that you say thank you for I, I just want I just don't know you know how to help her you know I've just mm. I want to help her so much and I don't know if she's listening right now. I told her earlier that you were on. She, I know she's reading one of your books right now, and mm. a book by Deepak Chopra, and she's really right. trying. But well, this show, this show will, and, this show will be airing all day today. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, you can uh, you can just tell her to tune in and just tell her that this is a message to her. To it, Paula is her name. Is that yeah. right? Yes. And. Uh, and I want you, Paula, to uh, to go within and to realize that this was God's way of uh, of, of saving your son, rather than uh, you know uh, putting you through any kind of shame or or something terrible that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Wonderful things are going to come about as a result of this. As soon as you accept that, um, you know you were you are working outside of the law, and you no longer can do that, and now you've been saved and mm-hmm. and, and rescued. So, I I. Thank you, and I, mm. I hope you know because we all love Paula and and her husband and the whole family mm-hmm. so much. And my grand, my mother, who's ninety years old, is amazing, and she's she's just you know praying and hoping. Mm. And she says, you know, we just have to trust. We just have to trust right. in God that mm. things will work out. Eventually, they will. It's just. Well, my, my agent, my, my old agent many years ago, his name was Artie Pine. He used to have this statement. He would say it to me all the time whenever I would talk to him about worrying about this or that. He'd say, Wayne, he said, I'm an old man, and I've had many troubles, mm-hmm. most of which have never happened. Yes. And yes. most of the things that you are anticipating anticipating and that you're worried about and that you're filled with, they will all drop aside. They will all drop away, mm-hmm. and, uh, and your nephew will be fine. Mm-hmm. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank and you. Please come and please come to Nova Scotia sometime. All right, I'll, I'd love to do that. Let's. We're going to send you a copy of my greatest teacher, which is a, um, a oh, brand new thank film. Thank you so That's, much. Uh, it's about forgiveness. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Leave your address. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Namaste. And let's uh, squeeze in another call while we still have time in this segment. We have about six minutes, so let's sure. grab Kathleen calling from Denver, Colorado. She's on line ten. And thanks for calling back, Kathleen. Kathleen was actually one of the last callers last week, and there was maybe one minute left oh, of the okay. show. <laughs> so Hi, she Kathleen. called back. Hi. <laughs> Let's Hi, refresh. Hi, tell me. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Um, I just had a I just had a wonderful massage, so I'm so in, in still in it. It was really very peaceful. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking my call again. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, let's see. Um, trying to get it out quickly. Um, you don't have don't to rush. You, We're okay. Okay. I don't know if you remember uh, last week, but um, I told you I made the shift when I was 19 years old and um, was determined to 
use my artistic talent and be an artist professionally against mm-hmm. the wishes of a lot of my family. And uh, that was 30 years ago. And what I'm facing now is I, I look back and um, the, the gypsy sort of bohemian thing was fun, you know, even 15 years ago. It's getting less so. I've never been able to reach a steady plateau of just um, basic uh, comfort of being able to pay regular bills consistently and, you know, have a, a somewhat fun life. It's always been mm-hmm. six months of things okay and then six to eight months to a year of desperate, how am I going to pay the rent, keep the phone on. Um, I had to declare bankruptcy about five years ago. I lost the car then. I haven't had one since and have rented them. And now, just to kind of sum up, I'm in a situation where I'm in a a small town in Colorado, and this is what I do. I go and I paint public murals for city programs and so forth, and they end up paying what amounts to a stipend. And I've got, um, oftentimes I will get other clients that will commission me, and that's how I will be able to, to sustain myself. Um, but I've also gotten big, wonderful projects that something goes wrong and falls apart. But here I am, and I get my my picture and a wonderful story on the front page of the local paper. The students that I've been working with want to do, you know, an essay on a on a professional artist, and they call me and interview me. And so on the one hand, there's all of this um, wonderful uh, feedback and reception for the work that I've done, and yet I have my landlord literally in my living room every other day going, where's the rent? I've got a three-day notice to pay or quit. Um, The phone, you know, gets turned off. uh, And I'm wondering, okay, universe, I'm doing my joy. I'm doing really good work. People love my work, but the sustenance isn't coming in. And now, you know, I'm 48 years old, and it's impacted my social life where you know, my, my friends are married and own homes and they go on vacations together and stuff. And they used to call and invite me, but so often I just can't afford to go. And so my life gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. And well, I wonder, I'm, when I hear these kinds of stories, um, and, and it's common, I mean, a, a lot of people just, um, you know, have this dichotomy between uh, living their excitement, living their bliss, if you will, uh, and, and what you call a bohemian lifestyle, and and being able to um, you know function in, in, in society when I, I just wonder if the, if uh, if you haven't held that since since you were a, a young girl um, and, and and there's almost it's almost like a cultural meme that if you uh, especially if you want to be an artist or if you want to be in music or whatever it is that that um, or if you want to be an actress or whatever in in these fields you know um, where there's not so much stability uh, in, in the in the <clears throat> You know, in, in in terms of making money and so on, that we don't buy into we don't buy into this. I mean, what what has stopped you from just doing, um, in addition to doing the part time, you know, or doing the uh, full time artist work that you have done and that you believe in and that you've had so much success around, and people are doing stories about this you, you as a great artist, and um, and and you know what, what's. <clears throat> What has stopped you from just going out and like doing part-time work or uh, taking, you know, taking on additional uh, ways of, of making money? There's so many, uh, and and doing that and getting out of that uh, internal uh, 
way of identifying yourself as a, a poor person who isn't making it. Um, it seems to me that you, that when any of us do this, that when we 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 carry around these these belief systems within ourselves that uh, the universe isn't supporting me and uh, and I want the universe to do it, when in fact there's endless opportunities to. Uh, I don't know, to house it, to make money, to uh, to deliver things, to go on the Internet. I mean, it's like there's just so well, many ways to, to, to make it and, and still be, be the artist that you want to be. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.